Big dog ball talk. Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel. The NBA playoffs first round. We're, we're really moving through here. Um, yes. But I just want everyone to remember, real G's move in silence like lasagna. Yeah. Because I, uh, lasagna, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for, for everybody out there, um, you know, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, the intro to my po- the, the, the podcast, you, you know, I, I, my intros I've been saying, all these, you know, we're locked in, we're, we're glued to the game. Where did the protesters yeah, go? You can't on. give up after two protests. What the fuck? The, those chickens are going to be fried and eaten every single day. I don't know what <laughs> oh, you... Uh, you can't stop the Minnesota Timberwolves owner now. <laughs> now you're fucked. Now we, think, now we think that you're weak. I mean, me and Jordan, if we wanted to protest, we could do a much better job than that. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have someone now. I'm sure they listen. So mm-hmm. someone will come mm-hmm. back for game I- four... Three, yeah. whatever it how is. would you uh how would you do it how would you do it oh you get into the nba game you get your trench coat on nobody you know you look conspicuous uh and uh you know you find your moment and you're like all right i'm storming the court well how do you, the how do you theme really is your mark? I, I mean the theme for those two people is like how do i make it so that i i like they can't take me out like how do i stay in here for as mm-hmm. long as possible True. so I don't Maybe know. That's I, where they went wrong. I, uh, it, I might, you know, someone might bust down the door or something. But I get like one of those, uh, you know, my apartment if, if they hear this. But I get one of those like weapons, one of those big like swinging club things. Oh. Just go in center court, like woo, <laughs> swing it around. Mace. Yeah, I'd have a mace, and uh, those security guards wouldn't uh, dare come anywhere near me. Their tasers wouldn't even reach True. me. Um, nope. They'd have to. They'd have to find a way. Like they'd have to get someone to drop from the ceiling, surprise me or something. But I could swing that mm-hmm. thing up too. So. Uh, if any, yeah, any of you protesters are listening, a big old mace, like the one from Lord of the Rings, yep. um, yeah, the, the 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 witch king uses at the end, you wouldn't know, Matt. Uh, no, trust me, I know. We watched <laughs> Lord of the Rings together, you motherfucker. Um, um, but yeah, a, yeah a, mace, pe- a mace, that's my answer. Yeah, what do you think? some people would say some people would say technology peaked in the the dark ages. Uh, yeah. I think you're one of those people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, that. uh, that's that. That's definitely interesting. I was going to say, like, I don't know, like, just take a piss on, like, the center court logo <laughs> or, uh, I don't know, you know, uh, maybe, maybe intercept a pass and try and get my jumper up or something. Because, I mean, that would, if you hit it, you're, you're oh, going to be about for a while. Oh, yeah. But if you, if but you if, miss, then, yeah. Then, well, then you'll be talking about for a while either, but yeah. you have to either hit it or miss really bad. So, like. Yeah, yeah. If it well, kind of rims well, out, they'll be like, yeah. If. If anything, the way to kind of get around that and, you know, really uh, make sure that you're in a win-win situation is you do what that one guy did uh, back in the day on the uh, Miami Heat, the guy who hit the half-court hook oh, shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll just throw up just go throw up a trick shot, eyes closed, or like a spin 360 shot, no scope, you know, uh, we got to get something going. Well, yeah, um, if you go down and you miss the shot, you'll get, like, tackled, like, in a mean way by mm-hmm, security, mm-hmm. but if you make it, LeBron's gonna like run through the yeah, doors and LeBron bear hug you. Me, Everyone will be cheering. Yeah. So it, it comes yeah, down to make, it's a make or miss league, you know, like they say. And then everyone's gonna be storming the court because LeBron's not gonna be playing in the playoffs. No. So uh, no. <laughs> I guess it works out. Um, but everybody, big dog ball talk here to give you all the uh, the takes that make you quake uh, as we uh, move forward in the NBA first round. Uh, a lot of interesting series, some things going the way we expected, some things going uh, way, way off course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're going to start off recapping uh, Thursday night's uh, games. We're going to kick it off with the uh, Memphis Grizzlies uh, versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. Jordan, we're in Minnesota now, yeah. baby. Yeah, we we're are. We're in Minnesota really now, are. baby. Um, the uh, the Memphis Grizzlies uh, just narrowly taking uh, the victory over the, the Minnesota Timberwolves here, uh, going up 2-1 in their uh, season series. And one of the biggest things to to note here, the end of the game, 
the Memphis Grizzlies finish on a 50 to 16 run <laughs> to close out this game. 50 to 16 at home? Yeah. That is crazy to give that up if you're the Minnesota Timberwolves. I, I mean, especially on a team that that the, I finally I've kind of been on this like I've already kind of like I I think I always kind of realized it but now it's really for me it's in, in my head. This is they, the Minnesota Timberwolves are the team that talks a lot of shit. They're really cocky, yeah. and when things are going well, they love each other. Everything's great. Everything's lovey dovey. But when they're shit, they get you know they they get their shit knocked around. They get an elbow to the face or something. You know yeah. that's when they start really collapsing. Like they don't play well in the face of adversity yeah. at all. Yeah. And this is a perfect game for that. I mean the the Grizzlies they get punched in the mouth. They come right back with a you know a counter jab. Yep. Whereas uh, you know we've we seen here again with the Timberwolves blowing. Was pretty much, they pretty much they blew 20, two 20-point 20 20 leads <laughs> in one game. Uh, I, I, I can't remember the last time that happened, I don't, man. Yeah, so, me I mean, uh, I mean, so, Jordan, like, what what was your 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 initial thoughts or takeaways from this one? Because, yeah, my mine was pretty much I just lost. Like, I think this could be that kind of, like, series-deciding game. Like, I don't think yeah. the Timberwolves are going to have much confidence or, uh, you know, the, the, the wherewithal to be able to rally to, to come back in this yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, well, you lose, too. I mean, you're – if you're Memphis, your all NBA player, John Morant, he had a triple double, but he only had 16 points. Like, it's not like John yeah. Morant went off. Um, and you can, if you're the Timberwolves, you can say, Oh, you know, well, we, we contain him uh, and then we'll be good. Um, but you know, and, and then on their side, Carl Anthony Towns, like the way you just talked about Minnesota, um, you know, as people who, you know, talk a lot of shit when, when they've won, uh, and then really don't have, you know, much to back it up and, and <laughs> don't consistently win. Uh, and then look, not just bad, but like like horrible. Uh, you know, teams yeah. gonna take on the personality of their players, and that's very much Patrick Beverly. Uh, you know, to a T, he'll talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he has yeah. any chance to do it, uh, you know, he'll he'll do it, and then, um, you know, still still hasn't really uh, put any sort of mark. Um, you know, him personally on on the postseason or anything like that. It's not like he's a guy who like really elevates his game in the postseason. He has some good moments, but. I think people know him more for injuring uh, Westbrook than, than anything else, um, you know, still at this point in his career. Um, and, like, the the way that Minnesota kind of folded and disappeared and got really frustrated, that's kind of like Carl Anthony Towns, like, as a player. Like, what an awful showing for him, like, after such a dominant yeah. game one. Uh, you know, eight points, foul trouble all game, looked frustrated all game, making stupid-ass decisions out there. Like, uh, it turned turned the ball over four times, like, Memphis just just ate him up, um, and and he wasn't even really out there on the floor uh, for a lot of the fourth quarter. And it's, well, speaking four four times, he shot the ball four times. Yeah, that too. He's the best player on your team. Your best offensive player. He's taking the the the, the ball and shooting four times. <laughs> I, know. I know. I've never heard of that in a number one option in a playoff game yeah. at home. When you're up twenty, you would think you want to feed it to the big man down low to slow that shit down to a snail's pace. I mean, yeah. sorry to cut you off there, but I, I just can't. Yeah, I, know. I can't get over the fact that you're supposed to be, you know, the best center in the league, or maybe even the best offensive center in the league. Uh, some would say, and uh, yeah, and no fucking chance. Yeah, and he was kept out with you know with with that foul trouble, obviously, but he still played thirty three minutes. Like he still played enough time to, to yeah, get up exactly. more shots. Um, you know, but he was just like every little thing. I don't know. It's just. It seems just so easy to get under his skin, and then that's when he gets those dumb fouls, like fighting for position for no reason, and you know, like uh, it's man, he uh, like Minnesota. That's why they were the seventh seed. That's why they they had yep. to be in the play-in. Like the, these guys, they can look really, really good. Like a team that can, uh, you know, 
Some people were saying that, you know, this series was going to go seven. They had just as good of a chance as Memphis as, as, as advancing. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they, they can be on top of the world like that and then just completely fall flat uh, the next day. Um, and, like, yeah. And, and then, you know, when Memphis came back, they really showed who they were, too. Like, uh, like towards the end of that game, Brandon Clark had a fucking uh, so many offensive yeah. rebounds, putbacks. Like hustle plays, he got an off like uh, an offensive rebound that he didn't even grab. He just tipped it out. Like uh, when when you know the game was kind of close, still in the balance there. Uh, Memphis just dominated, and then you know Dylan Brooks, our, our two Canadian guys. Uh, you know Dylan Brooks yeah. hit the big shot with the weird ass fucking form, whatever he has. He doesn't even really follow <laughs> through. He like makes a little paddle with his hand, but you know fuck it, it went in. And uh, like but Memphis, like. We, we said, oh, this was going to be, you know, wh- how are they going to translate their sort of, you know, uh, everyone eats kind of team style ball to the playoffs. But they did it in this game. Like John Morant, 16. Yeah. Bain had a great game with 26. But then a lot of other guys, you know, like Jones and Clark came off the bench, you know, 20 and 11, for, uh, 20 for Clark, 11 for Jones. Brooks just had 11. Like no one really, really went off other than, you know, you, you can say Bain sort of did a little bit. But uh, like, you know, he and, and especially from three, he, he was, uh, you know, gangbusters. Um, but, you know, everyone kind of did a little bit of everything. There was no one that, you know, wasn't a, a crazy superstar John Morant game. So, I don't know. I, th- I think this series is looking a lot closer to how, I don't know, the 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 people earlier on who were saying, you know, Memphis is probably not going to have that much of uh, that much trouble with Minnesota. I think it's kind of turning back towards that way when after game one, everyone was like, oh, this is going to be the most entertaining, uh, you know, series. It's going to go to game seven for sure. Um, just because, as you said, Minnesota, they got punched in the mouth. They're too young and inexperienced. They don't know how to handle it. And I just see Cat getting more frustrated rather than, you know, yeah, um, yeah. anything else. So we'll see where it goes. But Memphis is in a really good, really, really good spot right now. Yeah, funny, because uh, I, I think we were both around five games five is, uh, prediction yeah, yeah. going into it. And then with game one, we're like, ah, I could go yeah, six or seven. So, yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah, we'll we'll try not to be tricked by Carl Anthony Towns and the boys next time. But, uh, yeah, not a good showing here for uh, for the Timberwolves. They're going to have to really bounce back here at home. But, uh, I mean, I, again, after a loss like that, you got to feel for Timberwolves fans. They haven't had a lot to cheer about pretty much in the franchise's like, existence. Yep um so we'll, we'll see we're gonna have to you know monitor them closely if you have a timberwolves fan uh in your life you know give them a hug uh show them you love them uh do something for them because i mean uh it's it's a rough time out there and matt, so, matt so just, it's not easy just quickly before we move on uh to your point about cat taking four shots i guarantee i'm gonna make a guarantee right now if uh delo is the leader in shots taken field goals attempted for the timberwolves they will not win that game whatever game that is oh, yeah. uh yeah. then he had 21 Wait. The next highest was 13 between Edwards and fucking Pat Bev. So uh, I, I don't yeah. think if Delo's the one taking them, you know, the most shots on your team, you're, you're going to win. Uh, so, so you know, we'll, we'll see how they play it. Well, it also doesn't really make sense when Delo's taking all the shots. Since game one and two, he was shit. Yeah, I know. He was not good. He was like the the, the worst, or the least efficient shooter, pardon yeah. me. Um, so, I, yeah, I didn't really get that either when I saw, you know, I was kind of like, okay, Delo's getting all this action. And then Cat, who is like fire the first two games like maybe there was some kind of an injury that wasn't disclosed that uh, we don't know about something uh, you know that cat obviously could play through I, I don't know yeah. but like that is just such a weird like i i don't know how like the the coaching staff doesn't gather around and go hey like maybe we should get our best player involved yeah. like i don't know it's a crazy idea <laughs> but just, that's just me i just just floating that out yeah. there um so yeah i, I don't know that 
the Timberwolves are gonna they're gonna Timberwolf, and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna have to hope that uh, they can you know make this a series, yeah. try and get this back, tie it up two two at home because if they drop both at home, I don't think they're getting another no, one in Memphis. No, don't think so. Yeah. Uh, to move it on here, uh, another team that uh, that did get the win at home uh, to go up two one uh, unexpectedly, uh, the Dallas Mavericks over the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Um, you know Jalen Brunson carrying uh, both those games that we uh, you know we weren't able to recap. Uh, you know all of the uh, the games that have uh, that have happened since uh, our, our our podcast came out on Monday. Yeah. Um. But, you know, we got to remember now. Uh, you know, Jalen Brunson, you know, dropping, you know, that uh, that forty piece. Yep. Then comes right back with another thirty piece. Um. He he's been amazing. I mean, again, we we've kind of talked about him a lot. Uh, during the the regular season, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, you know, just talking about his skill, what he brings to the court, and how he's almost a little underutilized. Yeah. Uh, with the Mavericks, and you know, lo and behold. He's uh he's got this bag. He's got everything stashed. He could be, you know, I'm not gonna say he could be a number one option on a team, but I mean, uh, there's no doubt, you know, he could be a a dominant ball handler yeah. on a uh, on a strong team. Because if you came to me in the beginning of this season and told me that the Utah Jazz would be potentially losing to a uh, a, a playoff team, not even just gonna say the Mavericks, but to a playoff team that was led by Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't believe you at all. No. But here we are. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. I mean, they, they made it close. They kept trying. They were clawing their way back at the end. Yeah. But uh, the Mavericks are too pesky. They're too professional. Um, and uh, they, they, were able to, they were able to get this one at home. Uh, I also just want to shout out uh, my man Josh Green yeah. and Maxi Kleba yeah. coming off the bench. The bench unit was fire. I mean, they cooled off in the second half. They missed a couple shots. Yeah. You know, it wasn't quite as going. But, like, Josh Green has really picked it up in the, just this playoff series alone. Yeah. Obviously, you know, it's a next man up kind of mentality. Six um, assists I off thought, the bench. Yeah, I, I think he – and he's a young guy. Yeah. I think he's only about 22. Um, so he's, he's got a lot of he's, – he's, he's very young in the game. He'll, he'll have some time to develop. But, uh, you know, he's got a nice-looking jumper as well. So, uh, you know, Josh Green, we're going to have to, you know, watch. And then, I mean, Maxi Kleba the other, uh, in game two hitting yeah, eight threes off shit. the bench. Yeah, holy Tying, uh, yeah, tying the the historical mark, uh, you know, most threes off a bench in a playoff game. Uh, so I mean, this is uh this has been perfect. And I think if you're Luca, this almost motivates you even more. Oh yeah. Not to just come back, but once you're back and you're healthy, you trust your guys so much more because you know now you can win without them. Yeah. Those series with the Clippers, they wouldn't have won if oh. Luca wasn't playing. No, no, no. They went to both both those series went to six games. They would have probably been swept. Yep. There's no chance. Yep. Obviously. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, uh, a little bit better uh, of a team, uh, those Clippers teams, uh, yeah, than, you know, uh, who they're facing right now, yeah. the, the kind of dysfunctional uh, My Chemical Romance uh, <laughs> Utah Jazz. So, um, I, 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 again, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty ecstatic with, you know, how Dallas has played. I think it's really great basketball at the end of the day yeah, as yeah. well just to watch. So, uh, you know, I'm really excited for Luca to come back and, uh, you know, it's uh well it's gonna be interesting to see the the Mavericks if they can pull off this uh this series uh this, uh taking this one home because I believe Luca should be back for Game Four uh, yep. at least that's so, what all reports be, that yep. I've seen are are indicating so if you in Utah I I would say it's time to start packing your bags up uh you know just oh. uh, uh well, only pack only pack the one suit yeah well it man it was crazy watching the game it was kind of awkward because like. Utah has a really good, uh, you know, uh, fan base. Obviously, like they they get pretty rowdy in that building, um, and and it was yeah, loud. Yeah. They were they were getting into it, but I'm like, 
Guys, don't do it for this team. Uh, these guys don't even really, you know, want, they, they were down big even by halftime. Like, this game kind of... They're, they're a loud crowd. They, they are a good crowd. They, they are, but I'm like, this team doesn't deserve it, guys. They don't even like each other. Uh, yeah, they sit together, you know, and <laughs> yeah, eat, eat yeah. food together, but, uh, like, not not for this team. It, it was just kind of, it, it was weird. And I'm like, these guys are losing to the Lucas Mavericks? Like, this is this is pathetic. And, like, if you look at just, like, the overall, you know, stats between the team, like, uh, b- between the teams at the end of the game, uh, Utah shot 47% and Dallas shot 49% overall. But Dallas took 42 threes compared to Utah's 28. So Dallas yeah. is just playing the math game, um, you know, the the uh, freaking Daryl Morey's dream of just, you know, out, out shooting them from three. And, you know, uh, that's eventually, uh, you know, the percentages are going to level out and you're just going to win. That That's just how it goes. And yeah. Again, we see it time and time again. You you gotta have Rudy Gobert out there on the floor, but you you put you you know you you put a lineup of shooters out there. He he's he wants to protect the rim. He's gonna hang out in there. And you're the amount of wide open threes that has Dallas has gotten throughout this entire series, not just this this game three, has been insane. Like Dorian Finney-Smith, wide open in the corner. Uh, all, yeah. all those guys coming off the bench. You know, Kleba, even Bertans had a game last night. Like. These guys just getting open three after open three, um, and and Utah just has no answer because even other than Gobert, all of their guys aren't that good at uh, perimeter defending, and even the ones that are are kind of short. Like Royce O'Neal is a little short for you know the positions he normally guards. Yeah, even Donovan yeah. Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's looked rough on defense just overall. I'm not gonna blame that on him, you know, uh, that much because he has so much to do offensively that I think he's just, you know, a little overwhelmed. But, you know, still... I don't think he gives a fuck either. Yeah, and, and he's, he's emo. Um, but, yeah. like, it, the the Mavericks' offense just looks like easy breezy, like, free flow. Like, they can just get whatever Tell they the fucking want. Yeah. Um, and, like, and, and then, you know, Utah on the other side, you know, they scored 118 points. It's not like they're having that much trouble, you know, scoring the ball themselves. Like, uh, Donovan, you know, at 32. Bogdanovich has had a pretty good series, too. But, yep, like, yep. They, they just don't, they just, uh, they, they, their defense has fallen apart consistently. This defense is supposed to be so great, you know, in these in the playoffs these last few years, this run. Like, people talk about Rudy Gobert and... Like we, we, we keep saying it and I, I know he's still a really valuable guy. Even in the playoffs, I know people don't like to put it all on him because, you know, as 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 we've talked about too, like the, the Jazz don't have that perimeter stopper um, you know, to compliment him, you know, defensively in the playoffs, but still, like he he's still like a guy when he's out there that just you know, he, he scored fifteen points, grabbed seven boards, he he hit all his shots, you know, that's a typical Rudy game, but the the stats it, 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 like the the amount that he hurts you out there uh, defensively by not being able to you know effectively cover the, this basically five out lineup that that the Mavericks play like the stats don't tell like the full story and uh, you know Jason Kidd's just done a really really good job uh, you know coaching this series and yeah Luca even if Luca doesn't even come back for game four even if he wants to take another game off like that's fine the Mavericks can afford to lose yeah, yeah, a game yeah. two and go back. Back to Dallas, um, you know, uh, with the series tied like that, that. I don't think they're worried about that at all. And uh, like, you know, it, it, it is true. Like Brunson and Dinwiddie have just been so impressive too. like, like we've got to give them credit because they're the guys who can actually, you know, when the going gets tough, go in there and, and, and make shots in the mid range, get to the rim, not just be shooters. Um, and like. Where would they be without that Dinwiddie trade? Dinwiddie posterizing Gobert yep. too at the end of the game. Holy shit. What a, what a dunk. Uh, I didn't think he really had that in him. And then even Brunson, who's, 
you know, short uh, for NBA standards, going against Rudy Gobert, oh, yeah. one of the tallest guys. He he kind of put him on skates there towards the end and it hit a mid-range mm-hmm. shot like over his outstretched arm. His arms, one of the like, toughest shots, uh, especially for a guy his size to make. Uh, and it was, you know, uh, nothing but net. And, you know, you know, you could tell from from those two plays that, you know, it was, Dallas was going to win this game. They, they looked good start to finish. Um, Utah put up a bit of a fight, but they, Utah just looks broken. Like, they, 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 no, yeah. I don't think anyone yeah. wants is enjoying watching them anymore. After this game, it was kind of nail in the coffin. They, they had to really yeah. take advantage of this time with Luka out. But to be down against a Luka-less yeah. team 2-1 uh, is kind of, yeah, you know, it's, it's embarrassing. Not to mention... They they won game one by the skin of their teeth. They could have been down 3-0 right now. Like, the, the fucking yep. Mavericks had a chance to win that in game one. That was a close game. You know, a few things, you know, go differently. So, uh, I think, yeah, Emo Donovan Mitchell, it's just the Emo Jazz now. We're going to see Emo Quinn Schneider. Uh, we're going to see Emo. Well, he already kind of looks does. like that. Like, his hair is wild. <laughs> he, he always looks like he just woke up and he forgot he had to coach a game. Like. I know, I know. With his little, you know, always wears the black freaking zip-ups. Uh, man, yeah, it's it's... It's tough. Just like Stephen A. You know Smith says. You know the Jazz kind of making me sick right now. I just uh, I want <laughs> I want a bunch of different trades. I want you know I don't know Donovan Mitchell somewhere else, Rudy Gobert somewhere else. N- not the Raptors, Rudy Gobert, please. Uh, you know go to no. go, maybe go to the map. Maybe pull a KD and and, and go join Luca. Uh, you know, for your next True. your next chapter. That's what the hey I've heard that rumor uh, pretty heavy, but I again I will I'll say this before we we move on. I've never seen. I haven't seen anything that makes me believe that Rudy Gobert can, is competent and can play and really provide you, you know, winning minutes uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. The last two playoffs, we've seen him literally get played off the yeah. court. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned like he had seven rebounds. That's a horrible game for him, especially against an undersized team like uh, yes. like Dallas. Yeah. Like you can't out rebound Dwight Powell, Maxi Kleba, and Davis Bertans. Like. For real? Yeah. You're 7-1. You're supposed to be like the, like, yeah, I think he led the league in rebounding again this year with like around 14 boards a yeah. game. So essentially, you're doing half the output that you do in the regular season yeah. uh, because guys are actually trying. Guys are boxing in. Guys are crashing on the boards. I think he's a fucking, he, he's a regular season dude. I think he's kind of fraudulent. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I already was thinking this. It was already kind of something I've mentioned a little bit in the past. Uh, but this playoff series, again, there's, there's no reason that this should happen. Well, it, um, it, like, he, he's fraudulent in the sense that, like, especially on this team. So like maybe in a different context, but then you're, then you're building a team around Rudy Gobert's like strengths and weaknesses and who the fuck wants to do that. Like he, he, I think he can maybe be successful in the playoffs, but only in like the right condition, like with other good defenders around him um, and, you know, sort of bigger perimeter guys. So it's not kind of all on him. Um, But yeah, who, who wants to, who wants to construct their roster with Rudy Gobert in mind as like your main guy? I, I don't want to. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Rudy Gobert trick, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just going running around there and standing in the paint. Um, yeah, I, I, I've always, again, I've never included him in like my top three centers, shit like that. And this is exactly why. I think, I honestly, to to say he's a two-time defensive player of the year is kind of a joke yeah. when you watch him in the playoffs. Yeah, I know. It's like, he's a two-time regular season player of the year. Yeah, or, or player of the year, defensive player of the year. Uh, like, Sure, I guess, because he blocks guys down when they're you know they're down uh, or they're up twenty in the, the fucking last well, couple. Even of even game. last night he got one block and, and four fouls. Like yeah. is that that's yeah. your you know defensive juggernaut? Great, great I don't show. know. Like Jesus, all those all those analytic nerds that really back go bear. <laughs> they're probably like uh, trying to find a way to twist <laughs> yeah. the stats and make it work for them. He shot six I for six. Probably... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, good good job, man. Um, but uh, to wrap up the uh, the Thursday night of uh, uh, games that were going down, the Golden State Warriors, Denver Nuggets, uh, you know, in altitude here, and uh, Golden State 
clutching this one out. Uh, you know, it was a really know. close back and forth one down the wire. They're up 3-0 against the Nuggets here. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I thought, I, you know, the Nuggets have been putting up a fight, uh, so I shouldn't say that that's, that's not the case. Um, but the Warriors just look like they're way too deep. Yeah. Uh, even, you know, with, you know, Jokic being able to do whatever he wants pretty much down low, uh, with no real center being able to cover him. Yeah. Uh, the, when you have four or five perimeter guys that can just get you buckets whenever you want, you know, and staff clay is still kind of getting there. Uh, Jordan Poole has been Holy insane. Shit. Uh, like he could be like, he could be a superstar or a star in at least like a, in the next couple of years. I mean, he's he's been amazing. Uh, and you and then you have Andrew Wiggins still. You know, he hits a couple shots. He, he should have hit that first corner three, but he, he made up for <laughs> he it. Did. He hit the other one to put them up by one. Yeah. Uh, so you could call it a game winner, I guess. If you want to. <laughs> we should say, yeah, Andrew Wiggins hit the game winner just to win the the playoff. We game. gotta tweet that um, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, add that to the career resume, please. Uh, Wikipedia. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the Warriors, I think we just seen, uh, a more, a deeper team, a more prepared team. I think Jokic, honestly, at the end of the day too, is getting tired. Yeah. Like he, you can tell he's getting frustrated. Like, look at the guys who's helping him. Bones Highland didn't play until, uh, I think late in the third quarter yeah. comes in as a spark plug hits the corner three. Uh, I mean like a guy like that is who you need on the court during this, this kind of a series. I mean, I said it before, you know, Aaron Gordon, holy, that guy doesn't do pretty well anything out there for them like this is ugly 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 for the nuggets like it's but but again we kind of we knew that this was going to be tough like we kind of were like you know if the the nuggets could have a chance to upset but Jokic would have to absolutely go off yeah uh and even with you know the top two free throw shooters in the nba uh steph curry and jordan Poole, both kind of struggling uh throughout this one uh you know jordan Poole six for nine and uh Steph shot six for eight, which I mean is pretty average for a lot of NBA players, yeah, but, but for them, yeah. that's, that's pretty rare. Uh, you know, ninety percent shooters. Um, you know, even with you know some openings here, and they're playing at home. Yeah. The the Nuggets still just still a couple steps behind, and I, again, you know, if they had MPJ and Jamal Murray, this would be a fucking oh yeah, this would be a barn burn. Yeah. Um, but you know, with the current situation they're in, this is uh, I I think. This might honestly just be better, you know, just pack her up. I know you don't want to lose at home, Denver. Yeah. Um, but I think that this is the season just to call it. Uh, you hope that Jokic gets the nod, gets that second uh, MVP, um, and, and, and just go on. Just move just move on, man, because this is uh this is a tough one. Yeah. This is really a really tough one. Yeah. Like everyone else on the Nuggets just you know, do they they suck. They're they're bad. Everyone other than Jokic <laughs> yeah. is bad. Yeah. Like Aaron Gordon, like from what I've seen, this is like the best game he could have had, and he had 18 points. Pretty well, uh, and, you know, yeah. 12, like compared to the other games in the series, like, and you know, Barton, uh, you know, he had 13, Monte Morris, you know, had 10. Everyone else was just in single digits. Like all these guys, I, I, I heard someone say it. Like every single player other than Jokic is playing out of like what their role should be. Like uh, Aaron Gordon should not be a secondary scoring option uh, on a team. Like that that's that's not <laughs> going to be a yeah. successful formula. He should probably be the third or fourth uh, honestly. Um like, and in his defense, the healthy team, he would Well, be, exactly. Yeah. Which no. is like what I I, I was going to say I kind of feel bad, you know, shitting on him the way I I I just was, but I mean you got to step up when guys are are, are down. Yeah, you know? yeah, and if you like, no, I totally agree. I'm not holding it against him for you know being bad in a role that he never should be playing. But like, it's just mm-hmm. yeah, it's just exactly. the reality for for Denver. Same with everybody else. Like Will Barton should not be you know asked to do the things he's doing. No. Monte Morris 
um, is a really good backup point guard. Uh, you know, for for when Jamal Murray was playing with the you know the Nuggets, he was one of those backup point guards in the league. But you know, he he moves into sort of that you know starting role and expected to do way more than he he's capable of. And that's just the story with all these guys. And they they yeah. were just they're just bad. Like I feel bad for Jokic. Uh, you know, a guy who gets kind of frustrated pretty easily. I know. In, I think it was game two. Uh, Gary Payton uh, smacked him on the uh, behind, and he got pretty mad. Tried to oh, get yeah, back yeah. in his face. And like I just feel <laughs> yeah. bad for him because he's had to do all the heavy lifting all regular season, and now against this Golden State team that just shuts everything down for all these other guys. Nothing's easy. You know, the, n- none of them are getting easy shots. Um, and you know, uh, like we said, Jokic can go absolutely, you know, off a, a pretty well this year a pretty average stat line for him. Uh, you know, he did he did this a lot. He had a yeah. lot of kind of thirty five plus yeah. fifteen plus board games, um, but only five assists. And I think you know the, that just showed that Golden State was saying, go ahead, you know, back down Kevon Looney, uh, do your little hook shots. That's fine. Try to go to work on Draymond. We'll let you score. But none of these other guys um, are going to have a night and. And like we said, I think last time that, you know, Jokic was going to go off, have to go off and one of these, you know, other role players was going to have to go six for eight from three or something crazy and have like 25 points. Um, and, and they just couldn't quite quite get there. And, uh, you know, and, and, and you saw too, um, Jokic, like as much as I think if it was, you know, Draymond on Jokic an entire series, I think Jokic could still yeah. find a way to beat him. But that last play, Jokic trying to back him down, Draymond's just too quick. Um, you know, yeah. while still having that strength, looking, you know, back to being that, you know, one of the best defenders we've like ever seen, most versatile guys, you know, stripping him, getting the game winning steal. And, uh, you know, Denver, it just wasn't their year this year, like plain and simple. I think everyone no, knew no, that, you know, no. with all the injuries, uh, they, they did, you know, admirably to, to get to the position that they got into to, you know, avoid the play in altogether it was pretty impressive. Um, which again, you know, I, I still stand by my, my Jokic MVP pick, but you know, getting swept out of the first round isn't the, the best look for an MVP, but it is what it is. Um, hey, it's a regular season thing. It, again, yeah. Rudy Gobert's got the two DPOS. You're right. You're right. Um, but you know, we, I think the story of this series so far is this Warriors team and this new Warriors lineup where they've got, you know, uh, yeah, Curry, yeah. Poole and Thompson out there, like. Jordan Poole is fucking insane. Like, holy shit. Hey, like, he's, the, he's the new starting point guard. Steph Curry's the sixth. Yes, he's, Steph Curry's the, the <laughs> super sub for, for, you know, just leave this this the way you're playing it alone, Steve Kerr. Keep keep him coming off the bench. Because, man, like, Jordan Poole, like, it's crazy, too, because he, he's obviously a, an amazing shooter. But when he goes to the rim, like, he has game to him that yeah. even Clay Thompson never had when he was, like, the healthiest. Like, he has this fluidity and athleticism and... Like that that layup he hit towards the end of the game, where he had a he had a three in the corner um, and could have taken it, but drove in and did this weird contortion. Uh, Might have even got fouled and then like ended up laying it in the basket. Like that's something. Yeah, right, that was only right in the clutch, right yeah, at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like my God, like those other two guys. Like Steph, Steph can do some crazy contortion shit, especially when he was younger. And and Clay, you know, he'll he'll go in and. Uh, you know, not so much now he hasn't shown it, but earlier in his career he'll go in and dunk a ball every now and then. But Jordan Poole just has that extra element to his game where he can be a really effective three-level scorer. And, like, what a what a dangerous lineup that is. Because Clay again, still doesn't really fully look like himself. I know, you know, he... he I, I think we all kind of feel that way. It's not like watching the old Clay exactly. Still finishes no, with no. 26 points, though. Like, still, still a guy who uh, uh, is... For, 
hit some clutch threes there down the stretch, hit six of them total in the game, still shot the, the ball well overall. I think the biggest thing that, you know, doesn't look like Clay to me is his defense. He just doesn't look like that same killer, um, you know, with yeah. the, you know, crazy center of gravity who could also move really quickly. You know, we'll, we'll see if that develops. But, you know, just as a team with Draymond leading that back line and sort of directing everyone where to go, like they've still got a hell of a defense. And uh, like... Golden State's up three one in their series, and freaking Phoenix, uh, you know, tied tied in their series right now as we speak. Like, there's uh, maybe the the balance of power is kind of shifting here in the West. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Golden Drake, State Drake wants that money. He does. Golden State, you know, uh, is gonna have to get through either Memphis or Minnesota. Probably looking like Memphis, and Memphis plays really really well against Golden State. They're gonna have home court, so that's gonna be a, a hell of a series, I think. But Golden State's looking really, really good right now. Even Iguodala yeah. had a fucking uh, crazy yeah. jam there yeah. at the end, looking looking like mm-hmm. uh, you know 2015 Iguodala, a uh, little bit of a throwback. But oh, I, I was gonna say, yeah, maybe not quite the uh, the Philly Iguodala. No, not quite, <laughs> not quite. But and like you know, Gary Payton comes off the bench, hits all his shots. Like man, they, they they've got a lot of different options to go to, and a lot of different you know players yeah, that can go yeah. off and Steph's still ramping up like he, he he hasn't been you know oh yeah he's not even yeah. he's not 100% so fucking hell yeah the the Warriors like I said if, if, if everyone was like looking healthy I picked the Warriors in five um so that that's still looking like a possibility but they might just they might just sweep it and end it here they've, they've got too many shooters yeah. too many weapons um and I just yeah well, well as Clay ramps up they're gonna get even better and just Draymond looks like Draymond, and and when that's the case, you know that you know the Warriors' defense is going to be uh, fucking hard as hell to score against, and that you know offensive firepower mixed with you know defensive uh, uh, you know ability, uh, the Warriors are, are are back to looking like that that team that they looked like at the very beginning of this season. Um, but yeah. by the way, add Clay Thompson to that, so we'll we'll see. They they've got maybe the highest ceiling of any team in the West. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be crazy to watch them down the stretch, and uh, we'll see if they're able to close this one out as a sweep in Denver. Yeah. Uh, coming up on the weekend, uh, and you know we'll we'll be back here on uh, on Monday to talk about that. Uh, to move on here, uh, this one, you know, we talked with Emo Donovan Mitchell. It's gonna be Emo Ball Talk. Oh fuck! Uh, I told you, man. I, I don't know if I can talk about this. <laughs> yeah, we Jordan did say he didn't want to talk about it. I would have been cool not to, but I mean, we gotta we gotta do our job. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid with 0.9 seconds on the clock, the shot clock somehow is able to pull off the, he gets the shot off amazing three hits it. And that's the game. Uh, Sixers up three Oh over the Raptors. Uh, I mean, where psych, would you like to start, psych, I'm not sad. Raptors in seven. Uh, the, the, someone <laughs> has to do it. Okay. Like someone, someone yeah. has to eventually oh, no. come down from three. Do Why not us? We can't do oh, this. Oh, Matt. We can't do You know what? Fine. I, um, fine. Stay on that side. Like John Moran says, when we come back, just stay on that side. I'm going to play this sure. back to you. All right. Sure. I believe I'll, in I'll, our I'll, men. Um, I, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you some, I'll give you some stats and just what I, how I feel a little bit later on that. But just to talk about the game, fine. the first thing that I would like to, you know, obviously piss poor inbound defense on that. Like, yes, you aren't expecting Joel Embiid probably to get that shot. Yeah. Uh, even though he had hit uh, probably just as tough as a, a, a D3 yes, yes. that quarter, like just like two minutes before that. Um, still horrible defense. Nobody's even pressuring Danny Green. So you'd assume that you'd have two guys ready there and Embiid's not faster than anybody else on the court for the Raptors. And somehow he still is able to push through and get open. It was just 
Again, I've said this before. Nick Nurse starting to be. I'm starting to question some of this calls, some of the the the, the play calls this guy makes. Uh, you know, maybe 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 he needs a star. Maybe uh, LA is going to be <laughs> uh, looking a little bit better for him because yeah. uh, he he's he's sick of not having Kawhi there to to carry the playoff load. Uh, <sighs> but you know, again, that could just be me being bitter. But uh, there's been a lot of stuff I've talked about this this season where I'm really confused to where his head's at. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing, obviously, the inbound defense is what killed them. Like in the end. But the goaltending call on OG and Obi is where I think that this game, everything got fucked over. Yeah. Everything swung. They would have been up three points with the ball with about yep. you know two minutes left. Um, when the fuck do you ever see a ref in the middle of a fast break? Like, I mean, they, they really were just about to cross the timeline. Stop it and review it. And then, but of they, course, because of that, yeah. Doc Rivers saves his challenge. The challenge he used uh, for was unsuccessful yep. anyhow. But why the fuck... What I've never ever seen that that they like and it was a late whistle like you can't you can't make that call on the floor like you and then of course the the sneaky thing they did too I don't know if anyone else noticed this uh the ref so it's a goal they they call oh we have to review to see if it's a goaltend originally on the floor legal block but then they said oh no 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 it was a late late whistle it was it was a goaltend yeah. so because that way if it was inconclusive yeah. then they have to say oh it was a goaltend yeah. uh so then of course. Everybody on the broadcast team, you know, going, oh, no, that's a, that's that's a clean block. Everyone in the yeah. arena could tell. Everyone at home could tell it was a clean block. And then of course, oh yeah, it's good. We're going. We're looking at a goaltend. And then of course, you know that 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 takes it away, uh, and they end up you know going to overtime. Wouldn't have ever gone to overtime yeah. if Precious Achua can hit one fucking free throw. <sighs> even though he was our he was our best player. He was I will incredible. Say that he was the he was our best player. I'm not shitting on Precious at all. Um, but I mean. This is the moment that you you kind of dream for, yeah. uh, you know, game on the line in the playoffs, and you know you only need to hit fucking one free throw, man, and you can't. Yeah, that's that's tough if you're an NBA player like that. That I always am like like you can't like unless you're Shaq. Yeah, like I don't, but the, like if you're but Precious isn't doing that kind of output. No, still our best player that game. Yeah, um, and then my last part that needs to be mentioned, and I I, I do want to say this first as well. I don't want to blow this team up at all. People need to remember our expectations were absolutely so low. Yeah. Uh, nobody thought this team was even going to make the play-in, uh, let alone the playoffs or be a top five seed. I mean, yeah. uh, a couple a couple injuries early on in that season were maybe even a top three seed. Yeah. It's, it was 100% that possibility there. Um, but Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam looking like, uh, you know, the the Kyle Lowry and uh, <laughs> DeMar DeRozan of old yeah. um, back in the day. Uh, a combined 9 for 29 shooting yeah. from the two of them. 31%. Yeah. Down the stretch. I awesome. Okay, Fred Van Vliet took a pull-up three in the last minute that made me scream <laughs> and I felt nauseous. I, I couldn't fathom the shot-taking that he, he has sometimes. Like, he, he his shot-taking... Down in the clutch is Kyle Lowry on a fast break. Just I'm just gonna pull up when I get it. Yeah. And I don't know why he thought he was gonna make the shots. He was bad. Yeah. He was bad offensively. And then Siakam actually gets a couple nice looks and he misses all of them. But again, because he was playing, uh, you know, soft. He was yeah. like he he could have taken it to the rim four fucking times at Tobias Harris and Georges Niang. Yeah. And instead he does these stupid dribble, 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 yeah. dribble, yeah. dribble, and then yeah. does a pull up elbow. And I'm like, yeah. take him to the paint, man. Yeah. I know. Uh, that's that's pretty much what I got written down on this one. I think uh, that's just everything that could have went wrong went wrong. They blew the fifteen point lead at home. Sixteen maybe even was. I don't know. That was fucking brutal. Like, uh, there's not much to be happy with uh, from that game at all. I mean, you could have had it. I think that the crowd was amazing as always, um, and that probably helped. Well, 
I wanna. But like, I got something to say about that. Yeah, but go for it, man. You uh, four is yours. I'm 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 exasperated. I'm depressed again. Yeah, I don't know about it. Yeah, see this this was um, a bad idea. Yeah. Um, we'll make it quick. It was <laughs> we'll try tough. To at least. It was tough to watch. I mean, it was obviously a very stressful game down the stretch. I just you know. I think you know luck has kind of swung back our way. I just want to any Raptors fans listening. We Man. were up. We were down two zero against Milwaukee, and when when that series shifted back to Toronto, we, we it took two overtimes. Uh, I think in the last spot I said it was three, but I, I went and looked back two two overtimes yeah, in that OT, game yeah. three to to win, and you know e- easily that could have gone the other way. Uh, uh, for Bucks Bucks fans who want you know some sort of validation, yes, I think Kawhi maybe maybe double dribbled uh, on one of those last. Um, uh, dunks that he made in one of the overtimes, but I don't give a shit. There's, uh, you know, Giannis traveled 28 fucking million times in that series. Um, but, uh, and then even in, uh, you know, lest we forget in the bubble, the OG Ananobi shot that never should have yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, that two times the Raptors could have been down 3-0. So, you know, I, I, he I can't be... He had a solid game too. He did. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, and I'll get to his play, but like, uh, the, the, the basketball gods were nice to us the last two times we were down 0-2 in the yeah. Eastern Conference yeah. playoff yeah. game. So, you know, I I get it. I know. And Joel Embiid, man, I I uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll feel differently. I really hate the Sixers right now. I really hate Joel Embiid and James Harden and the way they play the game of basketball. So I'm rooting against them 100. percent But part of me Can't is like, ever a big fan. part of me is like, um, you know, Joel got his revenge. I know he was very very you know heartbroken uh, and ugly cried after the Kawhi shot. You know, everyone saw it, but. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. that and he really jumped up and down like a fucking kid. It was weird seeing a guy that big jump like that after he hit a shot. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, go ahead, be happy. That's fine. Um, I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a great shot. Yeah, to say. he was like, wide was open. A... That the help that yeah, came was well, Fred Van Vliet didn't really uh, because yeah. if you watch it, Fred and he didn't actually jump. He just he swipes just out. yeah. Fr- Fred was initially <laughs> on Danny Green, the inbounder. Nick Nurse yells at him, says, "Go back in the paint," and I'm like. If they do lob it to the paint, do you think Fred Van Vliet's going to do anything? Like, what's the point of having Fred in the paint? Like, it was a kind of last-minute call. And I know you're trying to, you know, you'd rather give up a three than anything towards the rim. And I get that. And to to, to be honest, like a Joel Embiid three at the end of the game, statistically, you'll still take that for a shot, especially if a shot from him. Like, I'd rather... Yeah, yeah, with with .9, like he had time just to turn. But they should have switched it because... Uh, like the the screen came and Achua got cut up caught up caught up on it and he just you know that that gave Joel time to catch it and have an open look with Achua closing late and then again Fred Van Vliet being the one there but if they had just switched that screen um, you know someone would have would have been right in his face I don't think he would have been able to get such a clean look so like that was bad late game execution just overall um, but like the Raptors main like the, the, their two best guys, you, you mentioned it, Siakam and Van Vliet had horrible games. Like Van Vliet, like he had nine assists. I I I think he had stretches of this game where where he was playing okay, but like he he just didn't have that. Okay, I've got Maxi on me. I'm gonna you know take over here. I'm gonna you know yeah, uh, yeah. you know go go to the rim. You know in in my spots and and because he you know he 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 can he had a fifty point game recently. Like Fred Van Vliet doesn't have to necessarily be like a a low scoring kind of that guy. Kind of like Kyle Lowry used to be, where he wouldn't score that much but would really affect the game. He can score the ball really well too. He can have 25, mm-hmm. 30 point games like uh, that. That's 
Uh, we just needed, and, and and that goes without saying that Pascal can have those games too. But twelve points each from those guys, that just that just killed us, and especially down the yeah. stretch. Like you expect, like you're saying, Pascal, he, he gets one of these guys on him that I know he can cook, um, but he just kind of like, uh, back and forth, uh, I'm not actually going to move anywhere, I'm just going to dribble between my legs, try and shake one of these mm-hmm. guys without actually doing anything to shake them, and then, yeah, uh, yeah hit hit kind of a one-legged, <laughs> drive for like a one-legged Dirk shot that the, the odd time will go in for him, but not at the end of a close game, that's not the shot that I want anyone taking. Um, and yeah. you know, uh, oh, the 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 good news is our young core uh, between OG Gary Trent and Precious had themselves fucking games. Gary Trent looked yeah. awesome again, like um, amazing. We we everything getting over that cold. Maybe, we, yeah, uh, we got everything we could ask for from him. Precious was great, and even OG with that uh, really really fucking clutch three, that that uh, you know, pump fake and then sidestep three at the end. Yeah. Um, like those guys had awesome games. It was just it sucks that. It's your, you know, your veteran guys, your guys who have played in the NBA fucking finals, for God's sakes, your guys who have been through the battles, um, yeah. you know, between uh, Siakam and Van Vliet just, just to not come through for you. Um, but I agree. I'm not, don't blow anything up. Don't trade any of these guys. You know, one bad game um, isn't, you know, isn't going to define them. And I think like the Raptors have such a bright future. Lest we forget, Scotty Barnes did not play in this game. Uh, if he yeah, plays yeah. realistically, you can expect that the Raptors win. You know, if everything goes kind of the same, he he, he he's uh, one of their most versatile defensive and offensive players. And, you know, you can count on him for at least 10 points, um, you know, on most nights. So, um, like, there, there's there's still a lot as, as a Raptors fan to be encouraged about because we just have to remember how much this season was not about. We weren't going to win the championship. We weren't contenders in any yeah, way. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we don't have the star power that Philly has. So, like, as much as it was fun to, you know, think about the fact that, you know, we played them really well in the regular season and we could have won this series. And I think a few things go differently. We are in this series. I mean... A 2-1 series, is, as everyone knows, is drastically different. Like, if we pull this game out, oh, yeah. and yeah. then game four, they still don't have Matisse Seibel, and we have uh, that energy of getting Scotty Barnes back, like, uh, there's there's many different w- ways that this could have gone. It's just, it was it was pretty heartbreaking to, to, to watch yeah. that, especially, you know, with, with Joel being the one to hit the shot and, you know, talk trash, and then see Drake... Drake Drizzy, you fucking traitor! Like my Walking god, out, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's shameless, man. He's god. shameless. So, yeah, that one hurt. I I haven't I haven't been able to watch any of the highlights. Like uh, all that next night and that next day, you know, I'm on Instagram and I have to see Joel Call's yeah. game. I just have to scroll yeah, past yeah, it really quick. Yeah. I have not watched it since then. It's been hard, but I'm telling you, raps in seven. I've seen someone tweeting pretty consistently. Doc Rivers can't blow a three-one lead until he has a three-one lead. So we get True. this win. Scotty comes back, energy in the building again. Um, we get this win, and we go into Philly, and and we take it one game at a time, man. That that's what I want. And last thing I want to say, the crowd was good, but there were times where I'm like, is this a playoff crowd? Is this like? Uh, I know we were deflated. I know it was kind of a deflating game, especially when we got it to that big lead early, and then Philly just keeps you know being in it throughout that second half, and you know we we never really pulled away. But I think. You know, we've talked about it a little bit. I think maybe the the diehard fan has been priced out a little bit too much for my liking oh, here. Yeah, and, yeah. and all you fucking rich people who go to Raptors games now and don't really care, uh, can you get a little bit louder, please? Can you put on the shirt that I know you? You know, yeah, all, all you uh, you know people in your suits and your dresses or whatever. You don't want to you know, you know you go out. This is a social event for you. If there's a shirt on the back of your chair, put it on so that you know we can all there can be a sea of red or whatever it is. It looks cool in the playoffs. 
maybe intimidates uh, the you know the Philadelphia players a little bit. God, who knows? But uh, you know, it, it's 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 more fun to watch on the TV and get a little bit louder, uh, get a little bit nastier. You know, the fuck Joel Embiid chants could be a little bit you know more. Uh, <laughs> They could resonate a little bit more uh, throughout the entire building. So I, I still want energy. Raptors fans, I still want I want Jurassic Park energy. I want energy in the building. We can do this. It's not over yet. I should have actually pulled the trigger and went, man. You should have. You wouldn't be complaining. Well, I mean, I'm glad I didn't drop 500 bones to go watch no, that the, been... Joel Embiid. I, I told, I told uh, you know, my, uh, Savannah, my, my, my lovely girlfriend, I said I would have probably, like, cried. Yeah. Like, fully, like, <laughs> ugly cried. And, like, I, I don't think I could have been around that much more. Like, all, like, so much mutual disappointment, embarrassment. But uh, before yeah. we, you know, we switch our gears here, I just want to say, Jordan, you know, I've, I'm kind of surprised to you. I'm a little bit appalled at you that you think that I'm not going to back the Raptors <laughs> down 3 nothing, man. They're down. So everybody knows the statistic. Oh, and 143. Went down three nothing uh, historically in the NBA, but no one ever talks about the three teams that have come back from down three zero to go to a game seven. Yes. They all lost, but it's happened. Yep. Three teams have done it: the nineteen fifty one Knicks, the nineteen ninety four Denver Nuggets, and the two thousand three Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, let's go. This Toronto Raptors team is better than any of them. So I'm just yep. saying, if you really want it, Raptors, you got to take life by the ball, <laughs> and you got to want this one. So. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna watch. And uh, Scotty's playing. Scotty's playing game four, yeah. according to Nikki. Uh, so we've got a little boost. We've got an energy boost. We've got something to galvanize. Um, and uh, let's extend the series to get to get Scotty his playoff minutes. The whole point of this. Yeah, why not? Let's why extend not? it. I don't care if we win. Just go to game seven and and just give Scotty the ball the whole time. Uh, because that was uh, one of the biggest uh, you know pluses to getting the playoff run this year. Get Scotty some reps. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. really too bad. He's he's missed these last couple games. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. Sixers fans, fuck you. This was this was never uh, like you can try it. This this does not hurt the same way that uh, the Kawhi shirt uh, shot hurt you guys. Like that, it is not the same. Oh, not at one. all. This is uh, <laughs> we are, we do not have high expectations for this year. We shouldn't even be here. You guys, uh, you know, uh, you, you all the shit you've talked. Uh, I, this is not a situation where you know your team loses and you're like to the other team, the valiant t- other team. You go beat the next opponent. We're, we're now backing you. No, fuck you all. You guys are going to get whipped by Miami next round, even if you get through us, which you haven't yet. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, if you do, Miami's going to, you know, make you cry again, Joel Embiid. Fuck you. And fuck you, James Harden. God, I hate James Harden now. Oh, my God. I like James Harden in Houston. That complaining-ass, flopping-ass bitch, I hate him. And that call <laughs> on Fred Van Vliet... As if he pushed Joel Embiid out of bounds. As if the, oh, that was stupid. Yeah, strongest the, man. The ever. amount of times uh, th- those two fall on the floor. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh my god, I hate him. Both of them. Well, and I, I hate Kevin, Tobias Kevin Harris. Grant, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think Kevin Durant, Kyrie are uh, also probably saying fuck you, but to the Celtics here, uh, <laughs> both of them getting absolutely clamped up uh, in, in Game Three there, uh, or Game Two. Pardon me. Uh, in in Boston, uh, you know they're they're down two zero. Yep. Uh, in the season series or the uh, the playoff series right now. Uh, Ben Simmons cleared. Uh, he's scheduled to return game four. We'll actually see if it happens. I don't know. Um, but you know, obviously, I think they're just kind of prepared for the worst if they're down three zero. Um, because you know, he, some I, I'm kind of a, I got some nice little stats I've been able to kind of compile here, Jordan. Uh, I had mentioned it that I thought you know Kevin Durant should attack Jason Tatum when he gets the chances. Yeah. And you could have uh, said, you know, oh, no, Jason Tatum could guard him pretty well. Uh, Kevin Durant, when guarded by Jason Tatum in these two games, Kevin Durant shot two for 13. He scored eight total points. 
Uh, and he's had seven turnovers with Jason Tatum guarding him. Jason Tatum, so, Jason, I, I'm, I'm ready to call it right now. He's one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA. Like, like yeah, he's, he's really, he's, he's a really, really good up. two-way player. He's incredible on defense. Yeah, so I'm, I, 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 I never, I didn't think that we would see, you know, this Kevin Durant that chokes yeah. again. But here we are. Kyrie absolutely, you know, plummets back to earth. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, only the ten points. I mean, it's uh pretty crazy. And of course, you know, uh, I'd be uh, remiss to not mention da 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 da, Batman, Batman, <laughs> government murder. Hey, that man. <laughs> Grant Williams, he was a beast. Uh, uh, I mean, he, he did everything coming off the bench. I know he's a lot awesome. of Celtics fans. Yeah, the Celtics faithful, they love that guy. Uh, just an undersized dude who comes in there and just does all that you could have asked him to do. He can stretch a floor when you need him to stretch the floor. He'll get the board when you need the board. Uh, he can play make. Like, he's a good... He's a good guy. You can just throw out there and give you a spark plug. And uh, all so they... Shout, and shout, shout out to Grant Williams. <laughs> all the, uh, you know... Especially those old timey uh, Boston fans who probably might be a little bit uh, racist, you know. They, they, it was definitely the happiest moment of their life when uh, it was Pritchard who hit a step back three at the end of that game. Yep. To, uh, Bob, all Bob the, Cousy, everyone, top five point guard. Everyone's, uh, everyone was, you know, going crazy for that one. Uh, yeah, shout, shout out the the Celtics bench guys. Those two came in and and really, you know, provided energy. Yeah, well, and, and as a you know, we look at the series as a whole. The Nets are down two zero. I still don't think that. This is like, you know, uh, obviously they, again, they kind of blew that. They had the commanding lead in the first half, and then they let the, the Celtics get back into yeah. this one. Um, but at the end of the day, I still think that the Nets have some legs here. Yeah. I think that game three, obviously, I mean, that's uh, that goes without saying, as we just kind of talked about before, um, the game three is a pretty much a must win for yep. them, uh, especially if you can get Ben Simmons back by for game four, just to play some defense. Like, you don't have to need, you don't need too, too much from yep. him. Uh, again, kind of, shitty uh at the end of the day that the time you're going to get him to play is you know if they're down three nothing there's no point in putting ben no, simmons no, up there no. in an elimination game no. unless you pretty much just want to give him reps for one game and then lose it yeah. like i don't think i i think it's going to be pretty sketchy regardless of how it ends up going down um but uh I, yeah game three is going to be a must win uh but i i think they can pull it off i think that they've shown you know they've shown some you know signs of life and i think that you know game two was hundred uh, percent. It was their game. They did. They dropped the ball on this one. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant. You know, we we've seen him go on these kind of shooting struggles uh, in the past. Had had one of the worst shooting uh, struggles at, at one point. It was he had a streak. He was going like, I think he was. It was something, it was something insane. Like you can look up the photo. It's like five for fifty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. for his last couple of games. It was insane. Um, and that was like when he was already like a scoring leader. Yeah, so yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, that that's an old head thing there, I guess. But uh, you know, Kevin Kevin Durant does get hit with these streaks and you know if only Kyrie there to kind of take the offensive load really uh you know Kyrie's having a bad game then that's kind of when everything just plummeted yeah. and everything went to shit uh but yeah he's gonna have to figure out how to get by Tatum uh and, and at the end of the day I mean uh it, it's Boston series right now yep. and uh the, we're gonna have to see some vintage Kyrie and Kevin Durant here uh but if they drop this game uh, it's game three it's over well I, I I don't know what the stat is uh like Boston's Something, some crazy number and one went uh, up 2-0 in a series historically. Only time they lost was the LeBron year in uh, 2018 when they looked to be in control and, you know, LeBron comes in in game seven and breaks all the Celtics fans' hearts. Um, But uh, so, you know, we'll see if Brooklyn can be the second team. But, you know, it's it's, uh, pretty unlikely statistically that that they can actually come back and do it. But we expected a close game. I can see a world where, or a close series, I should say. Um, I can see a world when 
where where Brooklyn goes home and, and wins these next two. Uh, they like the, the the first two games. Like it really it really sucks, you know, to come out in an O two hole because Brooklyn obviously could have won game one if Jason Tatum doesn't uh, you know get get that shot off that last second buzzer beater uh, sure, shot yeah. off. Um, and then they had this one in in control most of this game. Like they came out really really like playing really well even into the fourth quarter I was you know kind of watching this and the Raptors game at the same time and uh thinking okay well you know Brooklyn's probably still going to pull this out like like we've said like the shot making of of uh Durant and Irving especially at the end of close games like that that I'm always going to roll with those guys uh you know almost over uh, over almost anyone else in the league like as good as Jason Tatum has has become um but like especially in that second half, I don't think Kevin Durant hit a shot from the field in the second half, or maybe one. Like he was like one for ten or zero for like that, yeah, that second yeah, half. He was, they he was bad. they clamped him. Uh, he was dribbling the ball off his foot all the time. Like he he, he yep. th- those guys were getting really up in his jersey and making it so uncomfortable. They they have all these different guys that they can throw at him. And yeah, Kyrie just had a a, a god awful uh, showing. Like a, if he just plays a little bit closer to his you know normal standard uh, i think brooklyn wins this game um you know and, and you get good games too from other guys like Dragic, 18 off the bench yep. bruce brown was hitting his shots 23 points even seth curry had one of his better games uh, recently you know it went four for six from three like the, the these other guys earlier in the game everything seemed to be clicking um but you know you, you give up this run and that's the thing too like brooklyn offensively is one thing but they just they struggle so much on defense, like like just overall. Like Kevin Durant's a good defender, but he can't be your your best offensive guy and your 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 you know defensive kind of free safety that's that's roaming around and and making plays. Yeah. Like that's too much for him. Kyrie walks in and and is a pretty decent defender. Like I I think he's better than people give him give him credit for in the playoffs. But still, he's not a guy who's going to lock anyone down. Um, and you know, but bet- between all the the other guys, especially the guys they bring off the bench, there's no good big defenders to to handle Jason Tatum or or even Jalen Brown. So it's like the the Celtics they they've got this one in their hands. It'll be it'll be a pretty big collapse if they you know if they let Brooklyn back in this series because you know they they've they have the ability to to go into Brooklyn game three and 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 close this one out um, and pr- basically put it out of reach. Um, I I do think Brooklyn's gonna put up a fight. I I don't expect. Like you know, we we said after game one that Kevin Durant was going to come back and 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 have a really good game when when he struggled. Obviously, didn't shoot the ball well as we just talked about. He still had twenty seven points, um, from mostly from uh you know eighteen out of twenty uh from the from the free throw line. But we'll see if Kevin Durant can have like a really like you know patented postseason you know completely unstoppable Kevin Durant game because I think one of those is coming. Like you you can't escape those forever. Like he he he's shown yeah, he does yeah. that about against pretty much anyone. Um, so, you know, if that comes in game three, uh, then, then, you know, Brooklyn, if they, if they going into game four down two one, anything can happen, but I think Boston has a chance with, with their defense and the way that they can, you know, sometimes, and at least to some extent match the shot making, you know, between Tatum and, and their other role players. Um, we'll, we'll see if they can go in and put the stranglehold on the series. I hope not though. Cause I, I want this one to go long cause this is, yeah. you know, one of the most intense, uh, series probably the most intense that we've got in the first round right now, and uh, I I, I want to see you know Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie extend their their time in the playoffs, see what they can do because because they're 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 amazing. Uh, but all the credit to Boston so far. They they won the first two games, they did their job. So we'll we'll see how Game Three goes. It, it'll be it'll be exciting either way. I think it'll be a close one. Yeah, and, and to move on to another game coming up that's uh, you know exciting to to look at right now because I mean it's kind of 
Uh, you know, uh, there, there's really an opening here for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan, who uh, Shutting up the haters uh, with a, a clean 41. It's uh, weird that to, DeRozan, to scores, Milwaukee Bucks. DeRozan scores 41 and the Raptors lose. Like, it doesn't make sense yeah. to me in my mind on Poetic. the same night. Poetic. Um, but the the biggest reason that they you know, that was the opening, not just do uh, the the Bulls steal this one at home, but uh, you know an MCL injury, I believe it is. Uh, I know yep. it's the same one that uh, Devin Booker has as well, I believe. Uh, but we'll get to that in uh, just. Well, a I think Booker's here. the hamstring. Uh, I think it might have this time. Well, whatever. They they got some shit on the <laughs> something leg. in the lower uh, body. Yeah, we'll do the hockey. Like, uh, it's a lower body injury. Yeah, as I said, I'm not a kinesiologist. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the, there's the opening here without Middleton now. So yeah. I mean, uh, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be crazy to think because I mean, Brook Lopez he had a pretty vintage game. Him and Vucevic were uh, really going at each other. Um, but obviously, yeah, DeRozan was the the story here. Yeah. Um, do I think he'll be able to do that two, three tw- times again? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but if they can find a way to you know uh, really attack the basket and you know just just make the most of it, uh, we could see this uh, this series go a little bit longer than we uh, we originally thought. I like I think the Bulls could win this series with without Middleton. I I, I oh, actually yes. uh, I think they could. That's crazy. I think they. They well, could. Even game one, the Bulls were in it, and Demar shot like shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We we talked about it. We True. we recapped it. Like um, they 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 could have won that game. Uh, and now to to go in and get a split in Milwaukee, a tough place to play, going back to Chicago, like, I don't know. It's just that, like, it's not like Giannis is playing badly. Giannis had 33, 18, yeah, amazing, and nine. Yeah. Like yeah. he's playing like gangbusters. But again, Drew Holiday, fifteen points, six for sixteen, uh, two for five yeah. from three, which isn't horrible. But like. It, he, he's not like that reliable second option. That's who, what you hope Middleton is. And even he isn't that all the time, but without Middleton, like you're, you're asking Brooke Lopez. To, like, I, I just, I like the, the Milwaukee defense, I think is what's going to sort of travel and go into Chicago. And if they can lock in, um, I, I give them credit to make it tough on Levine and DeRozan again. And, you know, I don't think they're going to, either of them is going to go off like DeMar did in game two, but like, I just think the Bulls have a roadmap now to, like we've said with some of these other really great players, uh, you know, in the league, let Giannis do his thing, let him be a scorer, let him get 30 points, 40 points, doesn't matter. But, you know, yeah. keep Holiday in check, keep Brooke Lopez, uh, you know, from scoring 25 points like he did in game two. Um, and, and you know, w- without Middleton, they, they just get a little bit stretched. Like, like then you're, you're counting on Connaughton and Matthews and Allen and all these guys off the bench to, to come in and hit shots and, I don't know. I can see a world where the Bulls can can handle that, and as long as they get you know a couple more really high scoring games uh, from from Levine or DeRozan, they can make this a series. Like I could see this going yeah. going six or seven at this point. I mean, it's one one going back more to Chicago. More basketball, the better, baby. Like like I, I I think Chicago can win at least one of these games going back home. Uh, oh, I, for sure. I, I think, that, that crowd's going to be going crazy. Yeah, and like this is this is i think this is potentially a lot of uh you know trouble uh for milwaukee i mean they're still they're still the champions i can still see you know a world where they go in and just fucking say okay enough is enough and they smack them and they they do win these next two but the bulls have been really impressive i've, I've like their spirit like yep. pat williams is out there you know playing more minutes than we ever thought uh you know he would be at this point um and yeah like the Caruso again. What what a impactful guy for a guy who doesn't end up with any sort of uh, point totals that jump off the page at you. What yeah, a, yeah. what an impactful guy. So I don't know. I think this really changes the series a lot with Middleton uh, going out. I, I could I could see this one getting really interesting. 
Yeah, well, uh, you know, time will tell. We'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, just remember though, the uh, the Atlanta Hawks had a lead in the conference finals, and Giannis You're wasn't right. even playing, and uh, the the Bucks came back. So I mean, uh, if they've got Giannis and they're in that set, they're they're not even down in the series. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm still gonna put my faith with them, but yeah, the the Bulls are definitely scary. I think if you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan, you know your your panic went from a one to like a four and a half. Yeah. Uh, but to, to move our focus here, uh, we're kind of shooting through these last couple series. We'll have a little bit more to talk about, uh, you know, uh, on Monday's podcast yeah, yeah. with these guys. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans uh, stealing one wow. against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, you know, a bit of a shocker there. Brandon Ingram absolutely exploding, uh, you know, uh, uh, in, in Phoenix, you know, hit, hitting pretty much everything he could. Uh, it was it was really insane to see, like, man, the Lakers probably would love to have him <laughs> right, right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I digress. Um, Booker. Devin Booker is going to be out two to three weeks. Um, man, that's man. a huge, huge blow. Like they're literally their their best by far best score. Yep. Um, we're gonna have to see Chris Paul probably kind of carry here. DeAndre Ayton is gonna need to really, really step up. And I mean, DeAndre Ayton, you're getting guarded by Jonas. Obviously, he can body you up physically, which is you know that's that's a, that's always gonna you know deter the shot a little bit. But skill wise, defensively, Jonas doesn't have that kind of a bag. We we like we know this. Uh, he's kind of got slow feet uh, on the defensive end as well. You can get it with a pump fake. Yeah. There's no reason DeAndre Ayton shouldn't be a, you know this next this next game against the Pelicans. If DeAndre Ayton has less than you know 22 points and like 12 rebounds, uh, I, I I will think the Pelicans might actually steal game three as well. Yeah. Uh, and they got the home court advantage, so this is. This is pretty scary. I think if you're a Suns fan, this is a bad situation that you're in right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, Mikhail Bridges again as well. There's going to be some shots for him. We know he can knock those down. He's a he's an amazing two-way player, but he's not a Devin Booker offensively. No. Um, so I, I think that the, the Pelicans, they're going to make this one easy. They're, they're, they're not going to make this one easy, rather. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be tough. Uh, and, and, you know, it's. I feel so bad for the Suns, and I feel so bad for Chris Paul uh, throughout all this. Um, but I mean, Hey, someone, some, some Cinderella story, uh, you know, is bound to happen. Yep. And, you know, we've got, we kind of see the seeds planted for a couple of them right now, but I mean, the Pelicans are in a, a pretty nice spot for, uh, for potential upset if, uh, you know, it came down to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can see it. I can see what you're saying, Matt. I'm going to zag a little bit here. I think Phoenix is, is too prepared for something like this. Like, and as much as New Orleans is, you know, they have that, that like, level one, like, top-tier scorer in Ingram. I think Phoenix – I, I, I'm calling it right now. I think Phoenix wins – I think they, they win the next three games in this series and they come back sure, in yeah, game yeah. five. And, and it could happen. I just, yeah, could happen. I, I just think they're, they're, too, they're too experienced in missing someone like Booker and all of their guys are ready and prepared, like they've shown this year, that they can step up and play at that next level. And I think they'll lock in defensively around Ingram – um, and and really make other guys beat them, like make Herb Jones hit shots, uh, you know, but still mm-hmm. keep McCollum in check. Like they have the defenders to do that. And I just don't think, I think Ingram had the game of his life and I don't think he can do it again, um, to, to, to be to be honest, like against a defense as... as That'll be the litmus test. It, is he a superstar will. or is he a star? This will be the litmus exactly. test. Exactly. And, you know, but he could prove me wrong for sure. And, and I agree, like New Orleans has a good chance of maybe getting one of these next two, but I, I think Phoenix is just... Like, if they hadn't been through these, like, injuries this year and still looked like fucking the best team in basketball, I'd be a little bit more worried. But I've just seen it too many times this year. And, you know, Chris Paul, by all accounts, again, knocking on wood, uh, that he stays healthy. I think, you know, he can sort of just sort of switch gears, become a little bit more of a scorer and a guy who gets more guys involved. Like, I think it was tough last game to 
be with Booker and then just lose him for the second half. Like if if the Suns yeah, were prepared yeah. like the whole game without him, I think maybe it plays out a little bit differently. Um, so uh, I don't know. I, I I believe in the Suns too much, and I'm not too too worried about this series. Honestly, I know some people are calling you know saying it maybe could be an upset. I think Phoenix wins um, in in five or six, and then you know as long as Book comes back and is himself for for this round two series. Um, like if he missed his extended time or he come back comes back and doesn't look like himself, if it's Dallas or you know we not, I don't think anyone thinks it's Utah, so I think Dallas will get through. Um, I think Dallas has upset potential um, even with Devin Booker. I think that's going to be a tough, tough series um, that might go long. But I'm to be honest, I'm not too worried about uh, uh, the Pelicans if if I'm Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, we'll see. I mean, the Suns definitely have the the playoff experience right now, and I think Pelicans fans right now. You took a game off the best team in yeah, the NBA yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, in the playoffs. You got to be stoked. I oh, mean, yeah. you weren't even supposed to be here. Nope. Um, and, and you got me 50 bucks. Yeah, fuck, uh, it. Put fuck an it Put an asterisk on that, though, because I still haven't gotten You're it. You're right. Uh, so Today, if you guys want to go at, at Jordan Flegel, look, at Jay Flegel, and harass him to tell him that you owe Matt 50 fucking dollars. It's April 22nd. Uh, are you gonna, are you gonna it's break coming to him today. Legs? It's today. Nice. That's that's nice, man. But you I'll have still, your money today, man. Still, Don't worry, okay? Please, you, yeah, you can, break you can still get at Jordan, at Jay Flegel. I'm going to break your fucking legs. That's all you got to say. He'll He'll know what that means um and, and to finish up the podcast here this is the boring fucking series nobody really cares about um i mean i'm sure there are fans of these teams out there that listen i don't to think podcasts, so. I don't but think so. i mean I, I at the end of the day uh miami heat they take another win over the the atlanta hawks trey and the hawks do improve yeah. uh trey obviously played a whole lot better than he did in game one yep. uh you know uh re- really stepping up there a little bit but yeah the story of the game was jimmy butler going off exploding uh, you know, I thought maybe at point there, thought maybe he would get fifty. Uh, yeah. You know, he just missed that mark, forty-five. Uh, you know, great, great performance by Butler. Uh, to, you know, really carry, uh, carry his guys through. You know, pretty crews were a pretty nice win there. Um, uh, obviously they were able to pull it out there in the end. Um, but like when I'm looking at the Hawks and the Heat, I know that the the Heat's gonna win this series. I I kind of I said it was gonna be a sweep, so I'm not really shocked by the way that any of this is going. But give my man Bogdan Bogdanovich some more minutes. That yeah. guy's been a beast off the bench. Yeah. I mean. Like Kevin Herter and DeAndre Hunter, they don't need to be out there. Like, you know, DeAndre Hunter, you can keep out there for the defense. Kevin Herter, I I understand that you know sometimes like the super sub, you want to have that six man kind of energy coming up there. But Bogdanovich, just give him like thirty five to to forty minutes. I mean, the guy's been yeah. lights out right now. He's actually playing well for your team. I mean, a lot more you can say than anybody else besides Trey Young after uh, in, in game two at least. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like John Collins still doesn't look like he's he's still kind of just kind of going through the motions. Yeah, That's yeah. why again, I'm not really feeling good about the Ben Simmons return. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I I I think coming back in the playoffs, it's a pretty tall order, yeah. and unless you're a superstar uh, or or just completely gifted to you know flip the switch, yeah. uh, because uh, you you could be totally mentally prepared, but your body might not. Oh be, my right? god! So I I yeah. I don't think that especially for him as a big man. Um, so I, I'm saying give more minutes to Bogdanovich and, uh, you know, maybe you steal one here, uh, when, when you're back in the fortress, but, uh, Miami heat looking, looking and doing exactly what I kind of thought they were going to do. And a lot of other people thought as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did. I stick with my prediction. I think the Hawks will get one. Uh, I don't know if that'll be game three or game four. Yeah. I think this game three will be tough, tough, tough game. Um, do they play tonight? I think it is tonight, isn't it? Let me look. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think the Nets right. and the Celtics are playing tonight. No, no, uh, they, they don't play until it's tomorrow. It's the Friday morning. Okay, yeah, so we got the Suns and Pelicans late night, then uh, right before that. Oh, yeah, so the hot, no, the Heat and the Hawks yeah. play tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's 7, 7 o'clock. o'clock. Eastern. Um, Eastern time. ESPN, baby. Only a one-point spread. That's I would yeah. say hammer that shit. Yeah. Miami Heat, a one-point favorite. Hammer the hell out of that. Yeah, yeah, and like, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I do think the Hawks will win one. Uh, they, 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 they get that 
crowd kind of rocking in there, and I think Trey Young will go off um, maybe even more than he did in game two. But I think he can only break free from that heat defense so often, and so I think it'll 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 maybe happen yeah. once, and I think yeah. this game three will be really close, really tough. I think the Heat will want to wrap this up, you know, if possible, um, and, you know, take that commanding lead. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't think the Heat are in any sort of danger. They're up 2-0 here. They look good. Um, and, you know, they survived really good games um, from from Young and Bogdanovich. So um, it might might be a sweep, might be five, but doubt it's going six. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. Uh, yeah, I think five is probably as good as it gets there for uh, for Atlanta. But who knows? We'll see. Maybe that Trey Young can really put on a clinic here. Uh, you know, show us uh, some of that energy that got them to the conference finals last year. Um, but everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk uh, with Matt Eichhorn and Jordan Flegel. Follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. TikTok, second time in a row. And this time it actually went up, baby. Yeah. I fucking got it there. Um, obviously, you know, as I said before, uh, we're not the most technologically advanced guys out no. there. Uh, and this is not going to be the format that we're going to be uploading on for YouTube forever. Uh, we are investing in some uh, some new equipment and some new stuff uh, for ourselves that will uh, give you guys in turn better content. But to ensure that we are able to do that, you know, make sure you're following us on social media, yep. helping us grow. Because the, the more you guys support us, the more we can give you guys all the content. Because, again, uh, this was by far and away and we're still rolling uh which is the crazy part this was by far and away the most uh support uh, the best month we've had yep, for downloads yep. viewership uh and we, so we just can't thank you guys enough for all the the help and the support uh so just keep the the good times rolling and we're gonna get you guys all the content you could ever need uh or want maybe too much i don't know i could be i could be like honestly in the backyard one day jordan's uh you know he's dunking he's yep. doing windmills and stuff and i'm just kind of coaching him up as <laughs> usual uh you know it, 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 it's quite the sight to see so who knows um but everyone thank you so much again uh this is matt acorn with jordan flegel and as my good friend jordan always says uh i i might have used this one before but it's enough it's good of it's a good message so it's you know good enough to repeat you got to drink more water matt and not just you everybody everybody else i think you did you i think you have used that one before don't care uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna critique it um and i will say i just i down I, everybody at youtube everyone on youtube well, yeah, you, up, you, I, i've been drinking you my water bottle yeah yep yeah we were we were hitting the water hard today um, I mean, yeah, you, you got to drink the water. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, we're not doing uh, Ramadan fasting, no. so we're able to drink the water. Yes. So all of our friends, uh, our listeners who are, are celebrating Ramadan, get that water in at night after sunset. Yeah. yeah, you get that in there. You you just uh, you should be peeing every like two seconds. You should, you should be pissing Aquafina. I don't know how. Like, I mean, uh, from you know, the, obviously the Islamic faith started in a very hot uh, hot part of the world, like in the desert. I don't know mm-hmm. how they fucking do that in you know when it's hot as hell in the middle of the day with no water uh that's that's impressive and that's uh i'm sure that takes a lot of willpower um and and strength so uh yeah and and like we talked about with Kyrie in the middle of a basketball game we played a run the other the other day matt if i didn't have water (laughs) i'd be dead on the floor so my god but uh, much respect to uh all all those uh you know practicing ramadan right now but yes water matt uh we got to do it 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 gives you more energy you know clears your skin it's uh it's great we we, we keep keep the water flowing okay and the good times will flow don't go chasing waterfalls (laughs)